News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. Being a huge wireless carrier does not mean never having to say you're sorry. AT&T is apologizing for yesterday's nationwide cellular outage that knocked out service to tens of thousands of customers. The Dallas-based company says the outage appeared to be the result of human error in coding while it was expanding its network, not a malicious cyber attack. Outage tracker down detector noted the outages began around 3.30 a.m. Eastern Time Thursday and peaked at around 73,000 reported incidents. The outage led to some self-congratulation among Americans who maintain landline phones in their offices and households. But according to 2022 estimates from the National Center for Health Statistics, 73% of American adults live in households where there are only wireless phones. I'm Jennifer King. Following a 50-year absence, the United States is back on the moon this morning. A privately owned lunar lander has touched down. It's already sending data back to Earth. More than 30,000 people have disappeared in Ukraine in the two years since Russia invaded its neighbor. The missing include soldiers lost on the battlefield, but also civilians and children who have vanished in a variety of circumstances. For many relatives, the agonizing uncertainty and relentless search for answers has already gone on for two years with no end in sight. Achille Desprez from the International Committee of the Red Cross told the AP. Since uh, February 2022, our teams have been contacted over 100,000 times. By families. Over the past two years, many volunteer projects have arisen to help search for missing people, often serving as a last resort for relatives who receive no official information from authorities. I'm Karen Chamas. On Wall Street, ahead of this morning's opening bell, stock futures are higher. Right now, the Dow futures are up 57 points. NASDAQ futures ahead 24. The S&P futures 9 points higher. More on these stories at townhall.com. We thank the pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just nineteen ninety-five. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. This is Dennis Prager. And now a truly exciting new benefit. My monthly online video get together for Prager Topia Plus members only for an hour each month get an exclusive chance to ask me anything I'll be answering your questions I've never done this submit your questions for me at PragerTopia.com this is our chance to connect like never before go to PragerTopia.com or click the banner at Dennis this kids cue news flash powered by Palm Mortuaries and Cemeteries stay active be healthy, they'd rather wait. Clark County School Board votes to accept Superintendent Jesus Jaro's resignation and offer a $250,000 buyout of his contract. That 5 to 2 vote called the contract amendment a proposed compromise, offering less than Jaro himself suggested. He also will not be paid for any unused leave or attorney's fees. Speakers during the public comment section of the school board meeting were overwhelmingly against the deal, saying Jara should not be allowed to leave with a, quote, golden parachute. Trustees named Deputy Superintendent Brenda Larson Mitchell as interim superintendent, a move criticized by the local teachers union who called it a continuation of the Jara administration. The Rock and Roll Las Vegas Marathon back this weekend, which means 
traffic closures on the Strip as well as downtown Las Vegas. Now, the races are split. The 5K happens tomorrow afternoon downtown with the 10K and the half marathon happening Sunday on the Strip as well as in downtown Las Vegas. The 5K tomorrow, it happens 5 in the afternoon. The road closures, they will be in effect from 8 in the morning until about 11 o'clock tomorrow night. Now, Sunday's races begin at 4.30 in the afternoon at Tropicana and Las Vegas Boulevard with the race itself being run on Las Vegas Boulevard between Russell and Carson Avenue downtown. Now, the road closures linked to that race, those races, will be staggered. Just a good idea to avoid those areas if you possibly can. And a menu item that has only been available internationally is now coming to a local KFC near you, the Cheesa. Two pieces of fried chicken with marinara sauce, melted mozzarella cheese, and pepperoni. That'll be available beginning Wednesday for a limited time only. Now, along with the Cheesa, KFC is also bringing back its blackberry lemonade that it featured last summer. Take AM670 with you wherever you go. Check out our website at 670kmzq.com. Click on the Listen Live button. We still haven't beaten COVID-19. Its new strain has caused an alarming increase in hospitalizations. Give superpowers to your family with updated vaccines from Pfizer-BioNTech or Moderna that reduce the risk of serious illness and hospitalization. Remember, you can vaccinate your children as early as six months of age. Check with your health care provider or visit ImmunizeNevada.org and get them vaccinated. With health, there is life. This message is sponsored by Immunize Nevada, aired in cooperation with the Nevada Broadcasters Association and this station. KMCQ on time traffic is powered by Meineke Car Care Centers. Right now, you can get an oil change for only $39.95. Meineke, doing car care right. Looking pretty good on our Valley freeways right now. Already starting to see the bunching up, though, through the resort corridor on I-15 southbound. Breaking starts approaching Spring Mountain. Nothing unusual about that. No accidents being reported on the freeways. You have one on the surface streets in the uh, uh, east side of the valley at Charleston and Lamb. Partly cloudy, warmer today with temperatures stopping just short of 70 degrees this afternoon. It's 45 right now. I'm Mark Thomas with your on-time traffic and weather on AM670 KMZQ. The best way to get something done, if you if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to... Anyway... America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to foot him in uh, foot, foot. Check it out! And, and, and Joan, Shengang, Shengang's password, Shanga. Can I just say that of all the idiots, in all the idiot villages, in all the idiot worlds, you stand alone. and gentlemen, Kevin Wall. Fun lovers and truth seekers, you have come to the right place. It is live and local for a Friday, February 23rd. Good to have you with us. Uh, my name is Kevin Wall. I'll be with you until 9 o'clock. Um, one of the things we love about Friday is it's the end of the week, it's the beginning of the weekend, and we celebrate what is the best day of the week. What day is it? It's Friday. Friday, Friday, Friday. Friday. Mm. Wall to wall. It's Friday. Mm. Friday, Friday, Friday. Friday. Mm. Oh, 
Oh, come it's on, Friday. you know better. It's Friday. It's the day that we celebrate. We do it each and every week. We work all week to get here. And it's here now. The weekend is at hand. I just love it. I just absolutely love it. Uh, great to have you with us on this Friday edition of Live and Local. It's everything you need to know to start your day. Uh, don't know if you noticed it, but Houthi rebels are employing a new strategy in the Middle East as they uh, harass uh, the U.S. and uh, commercial ships in the Red Sea. Um, they recently, uh, talking about the U.S., uh, thwarted five attacks by Houthi rebels in the uh, first attempted strike using an underwater vessel. Uh, this is this is scary stuff. Uh, Joe Pacino is a retired U.S. Army colonel who served his uh, country well for 27 years. Tours of duty in the Middle East and Ukraine. Uh, he can uh, he can really uh, weigh in on a lot of things going on right now, and he joins us right now. Joe Pacino, uh, thank you so much for joining us and uh, being a part of the show today. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Thanks for uh, the opportunity. A lot, uh, as you mentioned, a lot happening around the world. There really is. Uh, talk about this new strategy. What, first of all, what's new about it? Well, it's not particularly new. I mean, the Houthis continue to target uh, commercial shipping vessels there in the Red Sea. This is consistent. Fairly uh, high tech. We apparently have a problem with our uh, connection uh, to uh, Joe Pacino. Uh, let's let, 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 let's see if it's any better now. You uh, still with us, there, Colonel? Apparently, we're having some audio difficulties. Okay. Uh, well, I'll tell you what let's do. Um, let's take a quick break, okay? Uh, let's take a quick break, and we'll try and reconnect with Joe Pacino um, and uh, see, if, see if we can't make a, a good connection. We'll do that and more coming up. In, in, in fact, fact, we're going to hold it right here for just uh, a bit, uh, and we'll, we'll get back to the colonel here in just a minute. Uh, Carl Rove was on with Bill Hemmer yesterday, breaking down uh, what's going to be happening tomorrow, believe it or not. It's the uh, South Carolina South Carolina presidential primary. This was Carl uh, Rove yesterday with Bill Hemmer on Fox. You know where Trump's strengths are in this state. It's pretty easy to see. Uh, you can see maybe a little crack in the weakness. So how do you see this from a 35,000-foot level right now? Well, and the real clear politics average, uh, the recent polls show Donald Trump bumping at 62 percent and Nikki Haley at 36 and a half. So about 25 point difference between the two. It has shown some significant movement for her in the last couple of weeks. So, you know, she says she's aiming for 43 better than the 43 percent that she got in New Hampshire. Uh, right now, she's down by 25 and sitting at 36 and a half. So we'll see if she gets to her target. But the, look, this is likely to be a, a Trump win. The question is how big. 
uh, and does she sow significant movement? And it's an open primary, so we may not know immediately. It's not a partisan registration state, so anybody can vote in the Republican or Democratic primaries by choice, sort of like Texas which uh, and Ohio, both of which do not have party registration in our sort of open primary. So we'll, we'll see. But the, the, the upper hand is, the, is, is Trump's. He's got the governor, every statewide elected official, virtually all the legislature, lots of the sheriffs, uh, the political establishment in, in uh, South Carolina on the Republican side did not uh, like, uh, you know, Nikki Haley gave him a hard time as a legislator and then as a governor. And uh, it's sort of a semi-payback time when it comes to the big dogs. Carl, she's made it very clear this week that she is... Not going anywhere. That's her, those are her words. And I wonder if you could right. put us in the shoes of or the minds of some of her big backers, some of the bigger donors who are saying, keep going. Even if they know what the math is here, why would they do that? Well, I think in part it's a, it's a reaction. I mean, Donald Trump is is winning. He he won, you know, Iowa, New Hampshire, Nevada, Virgin Islands. Uh, he is ahead pretty dramatically in the polls. He's in essence the the the, the incumbent. He's the former president. And so when he says, you know, if you give to Nikki Haley, there are going to be consequences and retribution against the people who oppose me. There's something in, a, in the genetics of some Republicans that says, I'm not going to be talked to like that. And so they, they, they uh, get on an airplane and fly to Iowa to campaign and they write him a check and they encourage their neighbors to support him. And, and that's just sort of a reaction. It, it, it is smarter for the former president, in my opinion, to sort of say, I'm grateful you know, but for the support of the people in these states as I win them, I respect my opponents. They have every right to, to be in the contest. I, I think we are at a point where we need to unify as a party, and I hope that we can do that. But instead, he's tossing, you know, grenades at his opponent, and that tends to stiffen the spine of their supporters. And, 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 uh, and some Republicans just, you know, genetically okay. don't like being okay. talked to like that and respond. Just take it one step further. She was with Dana and me yesterday in the show, and we asked her whether or not she is staying in this race as an insurance policy in case something goes sideways in these court cases against Donald Trump. And she said, I very much see myself as a Republican option that people can realize when you see Donald Trump can't win. So I, I took that as a yes. She's staying in as an insurance policy, hedging the Donald Trump candidacy. Yeah. Well, I think that's right. I mean, I, I'd read it the same way. And, and look, we have contests that go on a long time uh, and, and, and sometimes beyond the point at which we, you know, the media think it's viable. And and that's just the way politics is. These people have a right and their supporters have a right to stay in the contest as long as they think that they've got a shot, however remote that is. And, uh, you know, we don't have sort of a committee that's, that steps in and says, you're out of here because we've decided you're out of here. It just doesn't work that way. Uh, there you have it, Carl Rove, The Brain, uh, with Bill Hammer yesterday on Fox News Channel. I want to get back uh, to uh, retired uh, Army Colonel Joe Pacino, uh, who uh, joins us. Uh, we're talking about this strategy being employed by the Houthi rebels. Uh, it's a relatively new strategy in the Middle East uh, as they harass the U.S. and other commercial ships in the Red Sea. Uh, let's uh, let's see. Uh, Joe, are you there? Yeah, sorry about that. I'm not exactly sure what happened, but uh, I'm back on with it. Uh, talk a little bit about this strategy. A lot of people are worried that we're being uh, uh, lured into a uh, contest that we will probably never win uh, with the Houthi rebels. Uh, can you talk a little bit about what you know about uh, what's going on right now in the Red Sea? 
Yeah, I've been concerned now that we're not really taking direct action uh, against Iran. And, you know, you see these pretty sophisticated systems that they're using, uh, undersurface vessels that are unmanned, uh, you know, pretty complicated rockets, surface-to-surface rockets. Uh, and really, this is all coming out of Tehran. The Houthis, this is a dirt-poor motorcycle gang in one of the poorest countries on Earth in Yemen, a country that's frankly run out of water. And for coming up on a decade, Iran has provided these sophisticated munitions and will continue to do so unless we really strike somewhere that Iran cares about and forces Iran to back down. Look, I'm really worried, God forbid, that, that something... One of these rockets hits an American destroyer. Uh, and then, honestly, we're in a different place in this country in terms of our national security, our view of Iran. I, you know, I don't know exactly what would happen, but if there's a strike that hits a, an American destroyer, a DDG, and God forbid kills some American troops, uh, you know, I think we would be forced into something that we don't want to do. Uh, can we can we strike simply at the Houthi rebels uh, uh, out of Yemen? Uh, can, can can we can we strike them uh, and and have any impact at all? Not we we have impact in in their temporary capabilities, which we did. We've been hitting the the Houthis. We hit them pretty hard about three weeks ago, but. All you're doing there is you're hitting their capabilities, their rockets, their missiles, their drone factories. We hit their radar sites, but they can replenish those within three weeks. And I just said within three weeks, they're going to be back uh, targeting um, commercial shipping vessels. And so, you know, that's just temporal. You know, you what you need is deterrence with Iran. You need Iran to back off. And even that with Iran you know, getting getting Iran to back off, even that would be temporary. But if you can hit Iran and make them understand that we don't have, we don't just have the capability, we also have the will, you know, if this is a matter of resolve, of natural resolve, of will. Uh, right now, they don't think that we have the will to, to make Iran feel pain, uh, and they're probably right. And so that's where we're, you know, really beholden to to the Houthis, you know, really letting the Houthis set the strategy. And that's a dangerous place to be. I want to ask you about the uh, the attacks uh, we've made uh, just in in recent weeks uh, on Syria. uh, Well, in Syria, excuse me, uh, in Iraq. Can you talk a little bit about about what those attacks are all about? Uh, Is it an escalation on our part? No, those attacks, those strikes were in response to the drone strike by a group uh, called Khatib Hezbollah, Shia militia group that's supported by Iran. Uh, you remember this drone strike earlier uh, this month hit a, uh, a site, an American base in Jordan, and killed three American troops, tragically. And, you know, that strike, that drone strike in Jordan, that was not really an escalation. It was just consistent with what Khatib Hezbollah and these other Shia groups are trying to do. 
you know, they've been tr- targeting American troops. They've been trying to kill American troops. And here they got one through. And in response, we struck their facilities, their bases, their rockets, their drone, uh, their drone facilities. In the end, we really didn't do much. We took away their ability in the immediacy to launch attacks. Uh, we didn't do much, but these things are really more about the message they send. And we didn't really send a strong enough message. We, the message we sent in part was that we're not going to hit Iran. We're, we are not going to make Iran feel pain here. And that's not a good message to send. Again, joining us is uh, Joe Pacino. He is a retired U.S. Army colonel and uh, former CENTCOM, that's Central Command spokesperson. Uh, Do you like the response of the Biden administration uh, in the Middle East? Do you like where where our policy is there now? No. No, I think that if if there's a policy alignment, if there's some kind of direction that you can see with the policy here, it's one of, of that's focused on, on avoidance of, of escalation, an avoidance of conflict. And that's a good place for an American administration to be, you know, and it's a good quality for an American presidential administration, but it's also very limiting when that's your only philosophy. It's your only uh, intellectual urging, because ultimately Iran is bullying us around in the region and bullying the Saudis around the region. And that's what Iran wants to do. Iran wants to really exert influence all across the Middle East, ultimately get Americans to withdraw, which is why they're trying to kill American troops. Uh, what Iran wants to do is kill enough American troops that Republicans in Congress say, OK, we're 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 done. We're out of this. Our troops are sitting ducks. We're going to come out. Um, And that's really where Iran is. We're not doing anything about that. You know, there's a couple of different things we we could do. We should be doing one is, okay. let's get our troops out of the out of the region. They're just sitting ducks. They're not really uh, out doing missions Um, or, you know, strike Iran and show Iran that that uh, we're not afraid we, to to make them feel pain, we have the resolve to make them feel pain. Uh, again, Joe Joe Pacino joining us, retired U.S. Army Colonel. You were in Ukraine when the war began. You were evacuated to Poland. Talk a little bit about what that experience was like for you personally. Yeah, well, I, I was on the Poland side of the border, and we were there doing the. Um, the NATO reassurance mission. It was interesting because we were there to, um, we, we were there in the event that Ukraine, that uh, Russia didn't stop it at Ukraine, that they kept going. We wanted to deter uh, Russia from actually invading Poland. Um, you know, it, it was interesting. I think the, the general consensus there was that Kiev would fall to Russia within three or four days. And, uh, you know, what we really underestimated was just the resolve of those uh, Ukrainian soldiers. The fact that they're still in the fight two years later is just stunning. In our final couple of minutes, what what is it that we should be doing? We can't seem to decide as a government uh, what to do. Congress is still uh, grappling with the, you know, do we, do we send more military aid uh, to Ukraine? Uh, what is it the government should be doing in that area? 
Oh, I think we sh- we need to be all in. I think we should be all in with with Ukraine. I think that that anything we can do to to bleed Russia out, even temporarily, is for the net good. I think you know Russia is is dangerous. I think Russia won't stop um, at uh, Kiev. It's, uh, Putin's not going to stop there. And uh, I think you know. The, the, the pro- part of the problem is is that is that Ukraine needs an enormous enormous volume of munitions, enormous volume of artillery and, and mortar, like six thousand rounds a day, and we just can't pump that out. Um, but anything we can do in terms of aid that can that can keep Ukraine in the fight, that's all for the good for us because it's going to, you know. I'll bleed them dry, even if we just keep them in the fight for another year. Uh, I think that that puts a lot of pressure on Putin. Uh, Joe, uh, how can folks find out what you are up to? Your uh, uh, your work in this particular area of the world, vitally important. Uh, how can people reach out to you? Well, I guess okay, you could just find me on Twitter. That's probably the easiest thing to, to say. At Joe Bacino 10, at Joe Bacino 10. My last name is B-U-C-C-I-N-O, Beasonboy, U-C-C-I-N-O. Joe, thanks for your service to our country. Uh, Thanks for joining us on the program. Really appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. There you go. Joe Pacino, uh, former U.S. uh, Army colonel, uh, former uh, CENTCOM uh, spokesperson uh, during his military career, 27 years uh, defending our country. Quite quite a story. Stick around. More to do as we continue on AM 670 KMZQ. Friday edition, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. It is the eve of the South Carolina primary. Any drama at all coming from there? What do we think the discussion will be like on Monday as it surrounds the Republican primary? 9 to noon on AM 670 KMZQ. Are you a small business owner? Would you like to turn your social media into an important profit center? Hey, Kevin Wall here, the owner of Battleborn Radio and a longtime client of the SKC Group. The pros at the SKC Group built our corporate website, then they updated that website to make it even more productive. The SKC Group designs and manages areas of digital marketing for a wide variety of businesses. Locally owned and operated, the SKC Group provides fully integrated solutions, whether you need a company brand, graphic design projects, or an engaging mobile-friendly website. What do I like most about the SKC Group? They showed me how an increased web presence can mean more profit for my small business. And who doesn't want more profit? Let the pros at the SKC Group help you and your business. Ask for a free analysis of your current marketing strategies. Call 702-965-2016. That's 702-965-2016. Make that call right now. The world has fallen apart with the disastrous decline of our government, our cities, and our lives brought on by Joe Biden and his radical Marxist handlers. Hi, I'm Dr. Jeff Gunter, 110% behind President Trump, former U.S. ambassador, a dedicated physician for over 28 years in Nevada, and now I'm taking on the radical, liberal Jackie Rosen for the U.S. Senate. 
We've seen wars around the world from Ukraine to Israel. America's next, and we need to stop it. We need to close our borders and institute the largest deportation program in U.S. history. We absolutely need to throw them out. We need to be energy independent and not reliant on those who hate America. Like I always say, drill, baby, drill. President Trump needs your help, and so do I. This is a political war on the home front, but we will win. Visit drjeffgunter.com to learn more, and let's take back our country and let's take back the u.s senate i'm dr jeff gunter candidate for u.s senate and i approve this message paid for by dr jeff gunter for senate hey kevin wall here a few years ago a friend invited me for an evening of fun at ichabod's lounge now ichabod's isn't in my neighborhood and yeah i had to drive an extra 10 minutes boy am i glad i did what i didn't know at the time was that ichabod's had been there for over three decades and family owned for over 20 years It's one of the top gaming bars in Las Vegas with the best promotions and amazing monthly cash giveaways and payouts. And I love their food. Ichabod features incredible menu items including seafood, steaks, burgers, pastas, and five daily specials. And their kitchen is open 24 hours a day for you late-night foodies. What do I like best about Ichabod's? Their old-school Vegas atmosphere. Their bartenders and servers are super friendly. When everyone else has gotten back, Ichabod's continues to super serve its customers. And you'll love their nightly entertainment at the Piano Bar. You want to win? Then I'll see you at Ichabod's Vintage Vegas Dining, Gaming Lounge, and Piano Bar on East Flamingo at Pecos. At Meineke, doing car care right means their Meineke certified technicians fix whatever your car needs. We fix it right and back it up with our nationwide warranties. Brakes? They do that. Tires? Yep, they do that. Engine repairs, air conditioning, tune-ups, suspension, alignments, oil changes. Meineke does it all. See for yourself. Visit Meineke.com today and schedule your appointment. Each Meineke is independently owned and operated. Trust your key with Meineke. Meineke, doing car care right. I'm attorney Paul Powell. If you've been in an accident, did you know that your lawyer can take 33% from your settlement regardless of how little of money you get? That's right. You get hurt and the lawyer takes most of the money. It's not very fair, is it? When you hire me as your lawyer, those worries go away. I promise to never take more money than you and I put it in writing. If you're tired of greedy lawyers, call 728-5500 or go to paulpowell.com. I really can help. Paul Powell. 